Hey, it's Kelly and Wood, and while we're out for the holidays, we wanted to play for you some of our what we call snooze clips. These are usually recorded out of our first break of the day, and then, well, you never know where the conversations will go. Right. They usually play back at the start of the 9 o'clock hour, with this usually before them. If you hit the snooze this morning, here's what you missed with Kelly and Wood. Don't you wish? Now, I always wish that, now my dad was an extremely handy man. Mm -hmm. Could fix anything. He gave me none of those skills. And every time I need to do something in my home, I have to call my cousin Steven. Yeah. Who's kind of like a big brother to me more than just a cousin or whatever. But I'm always like, yeah, I don't know how to do this. My boat getting it running. I had to call Steven to do mm-hmm. that. To run electrical in my house. Had to call my cousin Steven to do that. Anything electrical or having to do with motors, I can't do. But if it's something like wood or something like that, I yeah. can fix. I'm I'm good at that. My dad was what, a like t- tightening screws. No, but like you know, like hanging something or like fixing like like wooden stuff, like framing stuff. That stuff I actually can do, and I'm actually really good at. But yeah, if it's like motors. I'm 100% if, if out mecha- on it. I just, I don't know why. I think our dads just didn't have, I mean, your dad must be pretty good at that stuff. Yeah, he he like he used to like build shelving and that was actually my, you want to talk about side hustles. Yeah. That was my dad's side hustle for a long time. He used to do like woodworking. Yeah. And he and my mom would go and sell shelving and stuff at like these little arts and crafts fairs. Really? Yeah. And Dang. make like, uh, my dad used to do calligraphy too. So he'd make like ornaments. Seriously? Yeah. So they do like ornaments. And they'd have them all painted up, ready to go. And then you'd come up and you'd buy them. And he'd calligraphy like names on them and stuff oh, for your kids. And that was like their art fair. And that's how they used to make money. And my grandfather was an inventor. Yeah, I, I know still, that. I still smell this. He invented something that was like a measuring thing for like printing presses. And he enlisted his children yeah. to making this stuff. They were like Cobra mites. And I remember like my dad had to like assemble these things. And part of it was drilling into like this plastic it used to make our basement stink so bad. Yeah. And like for a full month, my dad would be in the, every weekend would be in the basement making these things. And yeah, I mean, so I, that kind of stuff yeah, I, I, I can do, but if it's an engine, like yesterday, I thought I was going to set that mower on fire. I was like, I got to get an expert. Like my dad, my dad's side hustle was fixing cars. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know what my dad did one time in our basement? Speaking of just being handy as heck, he built a walk-in cooler in the basement of our home. Holy cow. Our tiny 700-square-foot house in North Minneapolis. He built a walk-in cooler in the basement. I think yeah, space is at a premium, Dad. I don't know if we really need to be <laughs> doing that. And the room sat there forever, and sure enough, he got down there, and I still remember he used to just sit down there and chain smoke and work on that thing. And it was weird because I guess in a basement, you know, the air doesn't really move. Yeah. So the smoke would kind of hang at this weird level. Yes. <laughs> so you would go down there, and it was like this weird, thin Because my dad would smoke. smoke in the basement, too. It was like that little fog you had. It was like you're walking into the club. <laughs> yeah. like, What's going on down here? But it's just so funny. When you, like side hustles ain't nothing new, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Our dads had them, but it's funny. My dad's was work. My side hustle is producing podcasts. Yes, you know? and DJing and stuff like well, that, and DJing yeah, and things like that. But my dad's was like, I'm gonna work on cars. I'm gonna go, you know, do some sheet metal work for somebody. My dad built. A sm- my dad would take because my dad was a, a sheet metal worker, so he would install restaurant equipment. And he had this scam that he would run. Well, he's a thief as well as a side hustler. But All right. If he, I think the statutes of limitations has run its well, course. Well, he's dead. Come get me. Wow. Yeah, come get me. Yeah, rest in peace. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, he got the last lap. What he would do is he would take a piece of restaurant equipment, like say a big old Hobart uh, refrigerator for a restaurant, right? He would slowly move it into the corner. If no one said anything, like, hey, where's that refrigerator? Yeah. Like say after six months or something, it was coming home with him. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's theft. Yeah. <laughs> Looking back over in my, somewhere, Mike Bradshaw's nodding in a corner, like, yeah, yeah that's definitely but, theft. But if it was, if it didn't work, say the refrigeration component of it was broken and he didn't want to fix it, he would turn it into a smoker, mm. like a, a cooker. You know, and it's like heavy insulated, so it holds a really nice temp. And then he would sell those. Yeah. I, just genius, man. Our, our, our dads had it figured out. Yeah, I mean that's, but I mean that's what you kind of had to do as well. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, you got to do it. What you got to do, and if you got some free time, why don't you make a little bit of money with it? Tracy says, Kelly, you have a lot of unresolved issues with your dad. No, I don't. I I respect my dad a lot. I, I just, think he's dead. I think they're resolved. Yeah, uh, it's pretty much. I got much I can do now. <laughs> Kelly and Wood. I told you last week, my wife and I came to an agreement that we were going to do a garage sale. Yeah. My tattoo garage sale, if you will. Right. Right. Every, all the money we raised was going towards my tattoo. All proceeds. Getting my other sleeve finished. I was right. like, let's get it done. So all weekend long, we worked like crazy. Cleaning out the attic, cleaning out Ugh, the garage. miserable. I cleaned up my grill, because we got fantastic new grills, right? Right. So what am I going to do with my old grill? It's like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and sell it. Yeah. It's a good deal. Works perfectly. Everything's fine. There's been no dead rodents in it like yours. Right. Things are fantastic. Look, you heat it up enough, you don't have to worry about a few dead mice in there. Threw it on Facebook Marketplace. Snatched up like that. She's like, my husband's going to come get it tomorrow morning. Fine. Great. great. I see him pull up. He's by himself. I was like, oh, <laughs> I got to help this dude out. But that's fine. You know, I'm making a sale, whatever. I'm full service. Well, cash. So I go out there. Now, my first mistake, improper footwear. I was wearing slides. Okay. Because okay, it was early in the morning, whatever. Nice guy. Help him drag it out there. And I was like, all right, I don't want to pick it up by like the one of the wings because that's pretty flimsy. It'll break off, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, no. Nah. So I crouch down, get low. I was it- like, all right, one, two, three. And, <laughs> and I, the only feeling I can tell you is like, I gave it the gas, but she wasn't there. <laughs> this thing didn't even get off the ground. And I just felt like my back, it felt like wet newspaper, just like oh, rip. Gosh. I was just like, Oh, oh, and I stood up. He's like, "You're all right, buddy." It's like, "Nah, good," because you don't want to look like a bee. No, no. You know, here's another grown man. That's right. Because his side got up a little bit, and his, he, especially if he knew you were such a fine-tuned athlete. Right. You can't, you can't he, show weakness. You, you saw him when he looked at me. He's like, "This dude's legit." You know, my his side came up the ground. I was like, "Oh God!" It's like, "Send it out, send it out, send it out." So what happened? Did your wife have to come out and well, lift no, it for so you? No. So then I was just like, "All right, let me get it another shot." And oh. Dude, it hurts so bad, and I knew it right away. Like, you know, again, as a finely tuned athlete, you know the difference between hurt and injured, right? Right. There's a two, there's a two difference yeah. in that one. This is an injury. This was an injury, and I was just like, thanks, man. And he's like, hey, you want the money? I was like, give it to her. Because then Andrew comes out. She's like, why didn't you wait for me? I was like, oh, we didn't need you. Step aside, woman. Like, I'm literally trying not to breathe out of my mouth because I'm afraid I'm going to vomit everywhere like Kelly Jordan on a sprained ankle. Watch yourself. I go inside I and I. that in confidence. I literally just sat down. I was like, oh, God, I don't want to move. And Andrew comes in. She's like, you okay? I was like, no, I really hurt my back. I was like, yeah. I don't know what happened. I hurt my back. I was like, this, this is it. I'm old man now. Yeah. And she's like, well, what do you want? Now, I, I'm honestly, I'm not a big Tylenol person. I like taking that kind of stuff. I was like, look, just give me Tylenol. And she's like, how many? I was like, just turn the bottle over. <laughs> right. Put me on a slow drip. All day, I was barely moving. Because I still tried to, like, Andrew got mad at me because I was still trying to help out, do stuff in the attic and everything. And oh, I'm just God. Like, I'm sure you were just complaining the whole time. Honest to God, if when I went into the crawl space, I just went on my back and just, like, shuffled along. <laughs> I looked like a bad caterpillar. Just like... <laughs> And that actually felt good. I had a heating pad on my back. But last night, it was rough sleeping. 
because I was just like, every time I moved, I woke up. Oh, that's bad. And I was just like this. But the, here's the deal. Like, the more I move, the more it kind of loosens up. So I think it's just a muscle thing. Okay. I, God, please, dear God, don't let it be anything structural. But this is it, man. This is, this is, I have officially, I would like to announce my retirement from the Cleveland Browns as quarterback. I would like to let the Browns know I am no longer available for spot duty. Now, may I say something, please? You may have the floor Without you getting angry. You always talk about, oh, I'm going to kick this dude's butt, or i got one good fight left in me. Fighting is different than lifting. You're still still exerting energy and force. I, by the way, I did help get the grill in the truck. I still powered through because that's you, an athlete. Did you not live with your legs? I thought I did, but apparently not. Maybe I got too low with my bad knee. I couldn't get that low. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Look, Wood, I believe at one point in time you were probably a force to be reckoned with. Still am. You keep this mouth up, you're going to see right now. So I'm like pounding water right now because then I chugged a Coke when I got in here. I'm a mess. I'm a flat out mess right now. I forgot my wallet, and I'm so we have a giant step to get into the back door to the studios. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you. For half a minute, I was like, I just may have to wait for Kelly, and I was like, No, uh, yeah, slap my face in the face. There's like a homeless guy watching me. He's like, Well, that guy's out of his mind. So I'm like giving myself a pep talk. I'm like, You he got me, this one. Did he give you a dollar? I was like, You got children. You got a mortgage. I'm like, ah! I got up, and then Kelly like opens the door. He's like, You all right? I'm like. Okay. <laughs> but I'm going to get through it, man. Kelly and Wood. Uh, yesterday, Wood, you know, mm. I didn't go, go to your birthday dinner. Correct. Or, or your lunch. birthday lunch. Mm. Because I had to leave, like, right after the show because we went and met my wife's surgeon yesterday to find out what's going to happen with, you know, the breast cancer and everything. I, I hope I'm not putting too much of her business out there. They, they, were, they were giving me options, right? Mm-hmm. You can either do a lumpectomy or you can do a mastectomy. They mm-hmm. take out the lump or they take them off, right? Right. And she was saying if we, take the, if we don't take them off, you will have to get an MRI and a uh, mammogram every six months for the rest of your life. Ooh, that seems like a lot. Right. And so she was giving me options on that. Mm-hmm. And so she asked my wife, well, how old are you? My wife was like, I'm 37. Mm-hmm. And she goes, okay, I'm 39. I wouldn't want to do that for the rest of my life. Okay. So I was like, God dang. And all I could think about for the rest of the consultation <laughs> was like, I have thrown it all away. What do you think, Mr. Jordan? Be like, uh, 39, huh? <laughs> and then I had, this is, this is putting way too much of my wife's business out there. But I was like, <laughs> I can't even say it. They were talking about saving the nipples, and I was just like, how does that work? Hey, you joke, but I saved mine. Did you? Because I had this surgery. If you don't know, I lost a ton of weight. Right. I had a lot of Literally skin a quarter of a ton. How dare you? And uh, I, I, I had all my skin cut off, and part of it was my nipples, and they've glue, they had to stitch them back on. Right. And so I, I kept the OG equipment. But yeah. I mean, they're not... You can tell they're not the right thing. Well, the funny thing is, oh, God, my wife is going to... Well, luckily, she never listens to the show. females are different than males when it comes right. to the old... Well, she's never once heard this show or a podcast, so it doesn't matter. That's so. all right. Because I know that some women elect to go with the tattooed. That's what I was going to say. I was yeah. like, okay, so what if you don't... What if the, what if you decide, no, nah, I don't want to save them? Mm-hmm. It's like, is it just a smooth... Like no, no, no nippled. I'm telling you, because obviously I pay a ton of attention to tattoo artists and stuff like that. And uh, I've seen some of these that can do like they'll, they'll tattoo it and they're very, very good at doing it. Some of them even do it for free. Really? Like if you're a breast cancer survivor, they'll do yeah. it. Now, I'm not seeing that for everyone. So if you're a tattoo artist, you're like, hey. like hey, oh, wait. Yeah. No, some of them will do it for free. And it's one of those that, you know, obviously not many people are going to see, but you right. care about how it looks. And yeah. like they can make it look like three dimensional and stuff That's as wild. well. So, yeah, I mean, there's a real artistic 
value to that. Yeah, so. it, and it was just, but I felt bad asking, like, I, I don't want to look like I care about, like, I don't care after this. Once mm-hmm. this is over, I don't care if she has nothing. I don't even care. I just want to get through this. I just want her to be okay, right? Yeah. So I didn't want to ask too many questions mm-hmm. and be like, well, what are they going to look like afterwards? Because yeah. the 39-year-old surgeon would be like, well, this dirty old man. No, but I mean, it's worth asking. I mean, because I guarantee you, you know, it ran through your wife's mind as it, well. It did. And so, and the funny thing is, I was asking all the questions yesterday. I was like, I just look like a pervert. Like, I'm so concerned about these. But I wasn't. But I, I, I don't know. I don't know the psychological effects of a woman having to have a mistake. I don't know. Well, and it was weird for me. And again, I'm not equating what I went through. But I mean, for what I had as well, you know, it's like, well, man, because like the first time I took because my my entire upper body. Right. Is literally a scar. They cut you in half. Right. And like I have a scar that literally runs around my entire body. And I always kind of thought, I was like, the first time I did, I was like, man, are people looking at me? Nah. And then I was just like, you know what? I, I don't care. Like Chantel just texted, did they glue your nipples back on? <laughs> no, they stitched them. I mean, like, they stitched them around. Every once in a while, you got to reapply. But I'll tell you this right here and now. It gave me a superpower. When I get around my friends, yeah. you know, we're, we're very open with hitting each other and yeah. The privates, right? Or giving purple nurples. Yeah, I have no feeling in my nipples. Now I know. I'm like Thanos, dude. You can't give me a purple nurple. Like people do it. I'm like, yes. <laughs> Keep twisting, Try, child. <laughs> and then I just hit them back with the double. I mean, you can't do it. I mean, it, it's it's amazing. But yeah, I mean, for mine, there. I I don't know. Again, I don't know if it's different for females when it comes to that aspect of stuff. But I'm just guessing that it's like a psychological thing. Well, it's got to be, you know, to lose that. But I, I mean, thank God we're in the the day and age we are with plastic surgeons because my plastic surgeon was phenomenal right I mean, he even tried to give me a butt and you've seen mine it's it's something yeah it's it's but he tried his very well best that's why half the time when you're mooning me i don't even think you're trying to i think it's just you have nothing to hold your pants on mm. and there's they don't make a belt in the world tight enough to they don't i mean it simmers on. down and that crack comes a rising like the <laughs> brand new morning sun <laughs> Kelly and Wood. There's nothing I love more than turning on Christmas lights in the summertime, and it lights up the yard nice and bright. The kids can play out till late if at night. If they're the clear lights, I think you're okay. They are the clear lights. Oh, then I think well, you shoot, actually may be okay. I got 90% of them down. Why don't you tell me this before I got to work? Because like, if you've ever gone to like really like fancy like shopping centers and stuff like that, uh, like I know there's a couple around my parents' house in Vegas, Like all the trees are like wrapped with lights like that, and at yeah. night they turn them all on, and it is really nice. I love that. I was thinking about putting them up in my backyard, and then having my back backyard nice and light for the summertime there you go i might do that still i don't know I that won't. may be the way to go but anyway so i was like and we bought some new flower pots for the front because we had like these old kind of wooden barrels out front that were getting kind of rotten okay took those out yesterday put out some new ones beautiful flowers in it i'm like we're gonna make our house look so nice that those trashy people are gonna be like wow we're trash you're raising the bar right and mm-hmm. they'll be like we need to we need to up our game don't you become an average of the people you hang out with that's what they say. Right. So we'll make our house so nice that they feel like trash and they'll take care of it themselves. You could almost be the trash mirror on the wall for right. them to see their trash reflection and be like, hey, because I'm I, trash. I honest to God thought, who puts a mattress and box spring in their front yard for weeks? It's not a good look. No, and leaves it there through rain. Now, as someone who has literally toys all over his yard, because my children can't toys pick are, up after themselves. Toys are different, though. I, I, I will look at that and be like, we got to get it together. That's a sign of life. That's a sign of youth. Well, of, then we do of, have a million kids in our, all of our endless neighborhood. possibilities in life. That's true. They are the future. A mattress sitting in your front yard is a dead end. Yeah, that's not a good look. I no. mean, you can't really turn that one around. There's real no sunshine. 
I'm 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 a couple days away from calling like one eight hundred got junk and being like, hey, look, can you come clean up my neighbor's yard? Again, I would think you've had numerous tips that have said to call the city because it could cause rats. Honestly, I got to imagine that that has to violate some sort of city <laughs> ordinance. But why is sleeping no- apparatus outside? Is it just because we're in Minnesota that no one wants to say anything? Yes, it's, we're passive aggressive. Mm. Everybody just kind of leaves everybody alone. Is that why? Because I, I don't even live as close to them as some other people do. And I'm like, I know there's like a single mom who lives across the street from me working hard, man. Keeps her yard looking beautiful. Mm. She's out there working all the time. And I'm like, you have to hate this more than I do. You're a hardworking single mom. I do know. I think the people across the street from me dislike us because of all the amount of toys and stuff. Because their yard's immaculate. Yeah. It looks like a putting green. But But toys are different, dude. That's like... I do have some dead spots thanks to the dog okay. and things All like right. that. I, I do my best. Now but I, the truth is coming out. She'll shoot me a side eye every now and then. I'm like, oh, him. And my truck's always my drive. My truck doesn't fit in my garage, so I park in the driveway all the well, time. Well, who cares? Some people have a problem. You're with living that. large, man. You're living large. I can't park in my garage. My, none of my cars fit in my garage. But yeah. Either way, I'm just. I, I don't know what the I don't know what the rem I know what the remedy is. We got to move. I learned I think about, you have to. I learned of a house for sale yesterday on the Mississippi River up near where your parents used to live. Yeah, literally right around the bend. If I can get if I can convince my wife my wife is afraid if we live on the river it's gonna flood. Well, I literally so like this past rain we just had, I, I knew I know of a person right down the street from me who has lived in Sartell for sixty years. They said this was the worst they've ever seen it. So the river? Yeah. The, all of it. Yeah. And you saw, Bob, up at my parents' house, they didn't have any sort of, even a remote possibility of it flooding. So. I guess they can handle that with the dam and such. Right. And it, again, it's the Mississippi River. She's been around for nigh on a couple million years, so I think she's good to go. <laughs> right. I think it's been able to handle that from here on out. Tracy texted in, Kelly, love you to death, but you are a wuss. <laughs> Yeah, everyone knows that. Doesn't feel like love. Uh, she said, "Step up and handle it. Stop blaming Minnesota passive aggressive." I, I just don't. I don't know what my rights are here. And do I have to come out of pocket now to pay for my trip? I feel like I feel like leaving them a note and saying, "Hey, you, white, Ooh, you confront them. You trash." <laughs> I'm not signed anonymous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kelly and Wood. Well, Wood, a big day for you, man. Yes, it was. You know, there are big days. On my calendar. Children being born, things like that. I was going to say Christmas because I get oh. stuff. But yeah, your Christmas, your, your birthday. birthday. Christmas, anything, anytime you get something. I'm talking on like a yearly basis, right? Well, your kids' birthdays would be on a yearly basis. I guess so. Now yeah. that you put it they like get that. one every year. All right, anyway. Allegedly. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yesterday, got on the tattoo schedule yesterday. Now, if people don't know, you are pretty tatted up. I I have many tattoos. You've got a decent amount of tattoos, and you are in love with being tattooed. I love it. I, I there is nothing better than that. You know, sometimes they call it ink therapy, if yes. you will. And I, I've been. I, I just want to get in and get going. And there is a phenomenally uh, uh, talented artist right down the street here at Fresh Skin Tattoos. Yeah, and they were like, "Hey, we're interested in doing something." And maybe I'm putting this too far out there too early here, okay. but they're going to be doing like a tattoo party one day. Yeah. You and I are going to be there for this. Okay. Well, okay. I don't have any tattoos, nor am I getting a tattoo. Oh, are you not? Now, you've been telling me for the longest time that you wanted to get a tattoo. I did want to get the state of Texas tattooed on me somewhere. Let's get it done at this party. Oh, man. I, I just, 
my fear, knowing myself, I'm pretty wishy-washy, mm-hmm. and I'm worried I'm just going to hate it. And then I'm just going to be like, oh my God, i got to look at this for the rest of my life. I guarantee you won't. I mean, not that Not that the guy doesn't do amazing work, because I've seen his work. It's absolutely incredible. But I'm just saying that it's like, oh boy, I'll be trying to wash it off, you know? <laughs> this is not one <laughs> of those. a Brillo pad, trying to get it off my skin. But no, I've been talking with Sean, got set up, got put on his, uh, his schedule and everything, and I am so excited. I've got to get like my kids covered one day like uh your kids covered well like andrew has to work one of the days that oh. he could get me in i thought you meant like your kids tattoo yeah, get them a little sleeve going for them no, i thought you meant like you had your tattoos of your kids that you're gonna get covered oh covered up yeah no. like oh okay that means a lot to you I and guess. that's the thing like you i you know me i've i got numerous tattoos growing up none of like my problem was one of my best friends was getting started as a tattoo artist right and I literally was like, hey, you Being know. Being a good friend that you are. Well, and I wanted to get it. And he was like, let me try this out. And I was like, all right, what? why not? What do I care? You know? <laughs> right. And then you have to have, find people that are very talented. Because covering up tattoos, like you can see really good tattoo artists, but covering up tattoos yeah. is like a whole nother skill level of being able to take something and make it something else. It's honest to God. To me, this is like an art form. Oh, of course it is. And unless, unless it's like the flames on your leg or something like that. Why? Isn't it a tad early for this to, to no, cut you, you down? No, it's not good. You're right. No, why, don't you I, write I don't. A, why don't you do this? <laughs> write me a list of things that I'm allowed to say and the times that I'm allowed to say it. Because it does change. Ever since I reminded you that at one point you weighed a quarter of a ton, I've never been able to talk the same. <laughs> So if you don't want that brought up, then write it down. No, honestly, the thing is, JD, our new boss, hammers my flame tattoos all the I, time. Of all the tattoos you have, I didn't even think that, that was the worst one. It's not bad. I mean, it's not good, but the, the flames on my arms that I got covered up were much worse than this one. I have no idea why I had so many flames on me as my friend's trying to figure out how to do them.